Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Empowered to Thrive. I'm your host, Kareen Powell, and I'm the owner of Change Radically. In this space, we'll talk all things inner wellness, and parenting will certainly come up too. Because I'm a mom to four kids, so parenting is a huge part of my life. This space is designed for safety. Your inner child is welcome. Your past self is invited to listen as well. And no matter what type of day you're having, I want you to know I'm glad to be with you. I live out of vulnerability and transparency. So come and be. Be yourself. Be messy. Invite a friend and please stay a while. Keep coming back. I want you around. Now, let's jump into today's episode. It was my pleasure to get to have conversation with Nora, and I'm so glad that you're going to get to listen in. What Nora has to share is really worth giving your full attention. I want to start out by telling you a little bit about her. Nora Conrad has helped thousands of overwhelmed people get permanently organized by simplifying their lives. She is a business owner, a mom of two, and a student. She's worked full-time while building a side hustle that has turned into her career. She's an organization expert and a sustainable productivity advocate, and that is what we are talking about today. So let's get to it. Very excited to talk with you about being able to be productive in a way that's easy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just trying to change that perception of productivity and what it means, Mm. which has been um, an interesting thing to watch evolve over the last few years. Um, I'm sure everyone knows, like, the hustle and grind culture was very popular. It was, like, every news headline included something about how it's hustle culture now, and it's been super nice to see how that has started to shift, especially post, you know, COVID and everything, people working from home and realizing that they actually would like to have some free time in their lives. Um But yeah, I just, I really advocate for people to look at their productivity systems and consider what productivity means in their own lives and address that from like a perspective of not just getting things done, but like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, are you enjoying life? Mm. Yes. I go back to that often. Are we enjoying the life of living? Because otherwise we just roll through our life and it is whatever. It, it becomes whatever, unless we choose to make it what we want it to be. Yeah. You get down the road, you know, 10, 15 years from now. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just spent the last decade of my life just working my butt off mm. and I've got nothing to show for it. And, you know, I hate my career or my kids are grown. And all of a sudden you realize like you wasted precious time doing things that you really didn't like to do for the sake of a paycheck or just getting things done or making an employer happy or whatever it is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I know that personally, I felt like so afraid to like disappoint the people around me, whether that was, you know, just my boss or other like coworkers or just disappointing, like, you know, random people on Facebook who I just wanted to look successful to. And I was, you know, overwhelmed by how much stuff I was trying to do. And I just felt like I was stuck in this like constant rut of just trying to get things done and never getting it all done. And I realized I needed to kind of shift my perspective on what it means to be productive and successful in life. Um, And that's kind of where 
this career started and where now I really am trying to develop entire <laughs> courses and systems and all this stuff about just pushing people to evaluate what productivity means to them and you know how this can differ how sustainable pro- productivity is different from just being productive yes right and sustainable is key i'm all about <laughs> i'm yeah. all about sustainability in like whatever it is we're doing right because i focus on the healing journey but whatever it is like yeah make it to be something that isn't just going to last for a week that we're going to be gung ho about for a week but that we're going to be able to right. create a lifestyle out of so how did you even start once you realized like this is what I want so the first thing I did was had to like literally take a step back like pause life which is not easy to do when you're in the middle of it but we took a weekend where we got babysitters and me and my husband sat down and we were like okay what are our goals like what do we want our life to look like in 10 years what do we want to be doing what do we want our home to look like like what do we want to be enjoying hobbies at that point in my life I don't think I could even tell you that I had a hobby if you were like what do you do with your free time I'd be like what do you mean I work like um so we took a step back and we paused and we had those discussions and you know if you're not married that's okay but I think it is helpful to have a discussion with someone so sitting down with a friend or a family member that you can trust or even just getting a coach to help you um just figuring out like, what do I want my life to look like? And what can I do now that is like incremental steps towards that? So it doesn't have to be this whole, like, I'm going to go and change my whole life. You know, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to get a new job and all these things, but it could be like, okay, in 10 years, I want a career change. I don't like what I'm doing now. So I'm going to start reading some books about different careers to get an idea of what I like, or, you know, maybe I will realize that I've been eating like crap. And so I'm just going to cut out one thing that is not healthy or sustainable for me. You know, I come home and I eat chips every day after work. I'm going to switch that out and I'm going to do something different. So just those little tiny changes and those little shifts over 10 years, I mean, it changes your life. And I think that we tend to undervalue those because they're not Instagrammable and they're not, you know, highlight reel for your life but those are the things that will make a difference and just figuring out what those things are first is key yeah that's good that that um weekend you took to just evaluate and look forward what do I want in 10 years because that helps put everything into perspective and I feel like that's the way to even know I talk about like what we know what to say yes to and what to say no to because right if we actually know where we're going and what aligns with it, it makes our decisions easier. Definitely. You know exactly what to say no to because you'll have the parameters of this is going to help me hit my goals and this won't. And then you don't feel guilty about saying no because you're like, you know, the answer is no. Like <laughs> there's nothing I can say about it. Like that's not where I want to go. And so I'm not going there. And it makes it a lot easier to set those boundaries and to figure out you know, what you want to actually spend your time doing. Um, And you'll find that a lot of the things that you've been stressing about and being overwhelmed by are things that you should have been saying no to in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. I want to emphasize that, that this mind shift is not going to be like an overnight thing. You're not going to do this weekend and be like, these are my goals. And then it's going to be easy to say no to anything that doesn't align. But 
when you have those goals formatted and you have them like you need to actually write them down like put them on sticky notes write them on your mirror once you start to see that every day those no's become easier because you realize how much energy you're putting into other people's goals for you rather than your own wow yeah that's, that's it's hard <laughs> it's hard work <laughs> yeah but even as you said you realize what energy you're putting into other people's goals instead of your own like I immediately saw this picture of like and that could be even the people that raised us like they're yes. the the what we don't even realize we've been conditioned to think is our goal yeah yeah exactly and you it's so easy to fall into it that and it's not necessarily a bad thing there's you know Influences from our family and friends are just part of who we are. That's what makes you up. The problem becomes when you don't have any say in those and you don't take those influences and filter them through your wants and needs. And those influences just bypass you. And a lot of people do that. And it's hard to like, the second you recognize you're doing that, you're like, holy crap, that's me. And, you know, I have so many people that will say like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. And you just saying that out loud, like maybe realize like I need to take a step back um but yeah sometimes all you need to do is like no take that step back to recognize what's happening and say like okay how can I you know take one extra step just to like cut something up and like take a moment to just chew on it and like figure out what I actually want from this information yeah so um this idea of sustainable productivity basically I think that when people hear that well, first of all, I think people are like environmental, like that's the first thought, like sustainability in the environment, which is awesome in its own right, but not at all really related. Um, I think that when you hear that phrase sustainable productivity, the first thing you need to do is just figure out what are you doing right now? Like, what are your top three stressors? So is it, and it's things that you can't get rid of a lot of the times, it might be your kids, it might be your job, and it might be like, your home needs a lot of work or something. Those are things you can't like get rid of the kids. You like them sometimes. So um, (laughs) what I like to tell people is, you know, just identify those three stressors with no thought in your mind of like, how do I fix it? Just identify it first Mm -hmm. and then start to break down. Okay. What would that thing in my life look like if it was a good thing and not a stressful thing? So, you know, kids, maybe you're stressed out because you feel like they don't listen to you. Okay, so what would that look like if it wasn't a stressor for you? Maybe it's that you guys have like a better relationship. Maybe you guys have family time that doesn't end in a fight. And then you can go in and build those pieces up of, okay, how do we get from here to there? So I think a lot of people like to just jump in and try to fix things, especially people who are productive and are successful. They just want to get to that end result, but you need to first identify all of these before you start to jump in and try to correct things because you're missing a vital step. Yeah. And the process takes time, but there's something really powerful about that because even in, in that process, in that taking time, like we're actually changing ourselves, changing the pattern. Right. Can't that, yeah, you're changing that, habits. Right. Because that doesn't happen mm-hmm. if you just try to take care of something immediately. It just, you won't, the process does something for you that otherwise can't. Right. 
Yeah. And it's hard because a lot of things I think that people will realize as they start to identify stressors is a lot of them are relationships. They're relational things. So even like with your job, it might be that your boss is stressing you out or, you know, it might be a family member is just like overbearing or, you know, dad wants you to do a different career and you don't want to do that career. And with relationships, especially you have to take it slow. You can't change other people, but you can set boundaries. You can set expectations. You can manage how you interact in those relationships. And those are all things that are going to have to take time because you can't just, you know, cut someone out of your life because they're stressing you out as much as sometimes we want to. Um, And you're going to have much better relationships and a lot of like healing involved in those relationships as you work through those things and start to work on boundaries and work on saying no and work on all of these different like things that all add up to just having a better like work-life balance essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also want to talk about kind of the like end result side of this, I guess. Um, So as you identify stressors as you start to make these corrections um I found that a lot of people who are like really productive and like driven by productivity have a hard time then once those systems are in place and they're making changes measuring success within this new productivity mindset so you know before you might be able to say like okay well I worked 50 hours last week or I checked off this many things off my to-do list or you know I made this much money and so Discussing like alternative ways to measuring success is also important because you can't just use like traditional metrics in like, you know, a productivity sense. You're going to have to do the emotional work to say like, okay, I only got five of my tasks done this week, but I feel amazing. Like I feel happy today. And so finding different ways to measure that success is really key. So I always advocate for people journaling. I love journaling. Even if you're not a journaler, you don't have to go crazy and like, you know, journal every single day, but get like a mood log app and just track your moods from like now to the next year and see what changes you've been making. And are you happier? Are you less stressed? Are you less tired? And I think that that's really important. A key part of the idea of sustainable productivity is finding new metrics to measure productivity in that way. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Which I mean, it's actually hard. If it is, yeah. <laughs> any of us are used to, which I know I was, and you know, I'm very familiar with still that school of thought that like you measure how productive you've been by how many things you did check off your to-do list. But mm-hmm. what you're saying is so important. And I mean, doing the inner work is is hard but it's worth it because there you are saying you can recognize that you feel satisfied with yourself and the fact that you might not measure up to someone else's value standard yeah yeah it doesn't matter right right and I totally recognize too that you know there is a certain value in productivity like in careers obviously when you go to work you have a job to get done and if you don't you know if you're a cook and you don't cook all the food for all the people that's a problem so there are aspects of your life that are still going to be measured the same and that's okay I'm not saying that you know you go and live on a farm and you measure your happiness by how many animals you have successfully raised or something you know you don't have to completely change your lifestyle to be able to take some of these ideas and bring them into your life it can be just in certain areas 
But I have found that as you start to kind of grow on this and as I've built it on my own, that I have had a lot more like mental space to be able to say like, okay, do I actually want to do this job or do I actually want to, you know, live in this house? Like those things that were big at the start, all of a sudden you have like the emotional and mental capacities to start to tackle them. So you don't have to do the job change right now. You just have to maybe like, shift what time you wake up in the morning so you're not rushing out the door every single day or shift how many times you're drinking coffee throughout the day so you're not jittery at every single meeting you have so start small and then you'll start to find that you have the capacity and the ability to change those bigger things in life that might also be stressing you out and you just can't address initially I'm ingesting what you're saying because there's a lot to it Yes. And I I really want to stress that I know none of what I'm saying. You know, this is all theory. (laughs) Obviously, I could go in depth about different steps to take on all of these things to like actually take action on it. Um, But I just want to like really emphasize that I know none of what I'm saying is easy. It is simple. Like the idea of just being more sustainable with your goals and your productivity and your systems is all like a really simple idea but that doesn't mean that it's easy to put into practice. So that's what I am really trying to do like through my brand and just with my career is just simplify that and make it as easy as I can for people while still recognizing that actually doing the thing is the hardest part, like putting that work in and putting that energy in. Yeah. Just trying to prevent that burnout and that like, you know, just trying to find meaning in life, which is I think what we all want, just finding our purpose um, and I just want that to be like at the forefront of it, that that's not supposed to be an easy thing to find and to figure out. Right. I feel like I'm, I'm thinking about this, like practically speaking and for even just, oh, how does this play out in my life? Probably because I like examples. So mm-hmm. even just the idea that some days if I have space and time for work versus for taking care of my kids but I don't have the energy, like the Mm -hmm. energetic capacity to really be creative. I am learning, oh, I have to find something that fills me up. So then I have the energetic capacity to pour out into my work. And so what I get done may or may not be less. Cause I mean, if I sit there without energetic capacity, nothing doesn't much doesn't happen anyways. But if I take time to do something else first, it may mean the time I have for work is less, but just also valuing the fact that, but I filled myself up in a way that now will help me for tomorrow. And, and if I've been, once I've been able to recognize that's a high value of mine, it now feels like the productive thing to do. Even if the productive thing is sitting and reading a book or just doing nothing, like just sitting there recognizing, like, I don't, really have much to do like in me to be able to do anything right yeah that gaining something yes definitely and I think that's the hard part is like we've had this like mindset hardwired into our brain because that's how our culture works you know everything that we do needs to have some kind of result from it and if it doesn't we feel like it's a waste of time but it's so important to understand that you know if you're sitting there and you're scrolling through tiktok for 15 minutes that's not necessarily a waste of time. You know, you can just like mindlessly scroll for 15 minutes and you're going to be okay. 
it's important to put parameters around that. You know, you don't want to do that for seven hours straight. That's a little unhealthy, but taking a step back and allowing yourself to do those things usually will prevent you from doing those like weekends where you do nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, Monday comes and you feel stressed out because you didn't even do laundry. Because a lot of times we do those kinds of things because we feel so overwhelmed that we feel like we have to make up for it. And so we'll, you know, be couch potatoes for the whole weekend and then feel guilty about it. Where if we let ourselves guilt-free, have some of that break throughout the week, you wouldn't feel like you had to take the whole weekend to relax. And, you know, it's just things like that, like recognizing how burnout can sneak in on you like that it's hard to recognize because like when you're in it, it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like everything has to be done. So you don't have time for a break, but that's why I think it's so important to step back and have those goals written down. So that way, every single day, whatever you're doing, you can look at your goals and say, is this action that I'm about to take progressing me towards this goal or is it hurting it? Or is it, you know, taking away from my energy when I could be progressing towards a life I enjoy more? Yeah, that's good. That hit that hit home for me in a way, in a fresh way. Like, oh yeah, just evaluate <laughs> things in the perspective of where you're going, mm-hmm. and decide: do I want to or do I not? Right. Yeah. And it's so so many of these things are things that we put on ourselves. You know, we feel like, well, I want to read a book, but I should probably read a book in this, you know, a self help book because ugh, I need to work on this or something. Like, no, just go pick up like freaking Harry Potter and read a book because you enjoy it. And it's like so many of this is self-imposed and that's the hardest thing to recognize of like, oh my God, I am doing that for who? Like there, mm-hmm. I'm not, per- I'm not a performer. Like no one is watching me 24 seven. I'm allowed to do things just for the hell of it, just because it sounds fun to me. So mm-hmm. recognizing that is like so important. And once you do, you're going to find that you have a lot more pockets of joy in your life than you even realized. That is good. Some people need to hear that a second time that we're not performers, that nobody's watching us 24 seven, exactly what you were saying. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to always be on display and it's okay if your life is sometimes I know in the age of social media, you know, we're, we're all vloggers, we're all influencers and all those things, but, um, the things that you do in your free time don't have to be evaluated and judged and measured you're just allowed to do things i'm interrupting the episode to let you know that i've recently paired the change radically workbooks with complimentary videos that expound on each topic i teach from my heart and from my experiences this is an easy way to go deeper on your own healing journey and you can do it in a way and at a time that's convenient for you For a limited time, all of these newly released products are on sale. Pick up any one package or grab all nine of them today. Go to changeradically.com slash shop or check the link in the show notes. Now, back to today's episode. Yeah, so if I had to kind of summarize (laughs) sustainable productivity, I guess, to like make it easy to digest and easy to like think of, I would say that it just encourages you to be mindful of the actions you're taking and it encourages you to measure your progress in ways that aren't like numbers so emotional progress mental progress and you know measure that 
with how you're feeling rather than how many things got done. And I think that's just a good starting point. And if you can do just that, that you're just more mindful of the actions you're taking, that alone will shift your perspective on, you know, how stressed you are or how many things you have to get done. Yeah. Plus from a physical standpoint, if we push ourselves and our bodies too hard for too long, we often come to some sort of hard stop where our body literally just says, can't keep doing this. And if we're going to look at, look at it from the angle of uh, the productivity angle that we're talking about maybe was a thing of the past, then you really aren't going to be able to accomplish anything because right. you can't. So it, it is really, really, really important to look at that big picture. Like you said, the body is not meant to be pushed too hard for too long and will break down at some point. I mean, and that, and that manifests in tons of different ways, right? Yeah. It shows up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I think that we're going to learn even more about that as burnout has kind of become, you know, like the key word and a hot topic for, you know, all kinds of <laughs> industries. I think that there's going to be a lot more studies on it and a lot more things will come out of like, how do we prevent this in our employees? And how do we do like companies are always looking for ways to, you know, have an edge. And I think they're kind of realizing like, oh, having an edge means healthy people like go figure. You want your employees to actually like working there and not feel totally drained by the work they do. And so I think that as a culture, this is already shifting, which is so good and so exciting to see. But I think it's not going to continue to shift unless people also pursue it. We need to pursue it individually and not just hope that like corporations will do it for us. And so it starts small. It starts with you. And if your business is one that just never jumps on the bandwagon of not trying to work their employees to the bone, that's okay because you're going to be able to manage it and you have accountability for yourself. Um, and hopefully that can spark some change in the people around you and your family and your friends, and you can encourage them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as you've shared all of this, I'm guessing there's a really uh, practical way that you you help people in this. So there is. <laughs> there's something that my listeners can, you know, go and purchase or that you have for them, feel free to tell us about it. Sure. Yeah. So I do have a course. Um, I will be totally transparent that it is a little expensive. Um, it's $290. And that course basically takes you through like your entire life from like most mundane, like grocery shopping to like the most ridiculously stressful things, like clearing out your inbox. (laughs) Um, And it just takes you through a lot of those like daily things that you don't necessarily think about, but I know will stress you out when it comes time to deal with them. Um, And it gives you step-by-step guides on how to organize those, how to make them more streamlined, how to, you know, put systems in place that will help you not feel so overwhelmed by that. Um, If you don't have the budget for that, which I know I wouldn't have when I was in the thick of it, um, I have a ton of free resources on my site. I blog about this. I post videos. I post TikToks about it. So you don't need to purchase the course to start getting help with this. Um, The course is really just like, I'm ready to jump headstrong into this and I want to dive in. And that's great. I wanted to offer, you know, that for people. But yeah, if that's not something that you can do right now, I've got a lot of little steps you can take um, just by 
going to noraconrad.com, you can get the course or you can just get all those free resources. And I'll for sure link, link that in the show notes as well. Great. Okay. And before we wrap up, is there anything that you, you know, have that you want to share burning within you or last thoughts? Cause this is your space. So go for it if you want. (laughs) I just want to like reiterate, I know this is hard. Like I don't say any of this and I'm coming from like, you know, the perfect little world where nothing is stressful for me. Like I got two young kids we just moved into a house that needed a lot of work. We're doing a lot of projects. I started a business. Um, you know, I'm going to school, like you said in the intro, like I'm, I'm doing all the things, like I know how stressful all of this is and I don't do it perfectly, but there are a lot of things in my life that used to stress me out that I don't even have to worry about anymore. And that's the work of a lot of time and a lot of figuring systems out so that's what I try to do for people is like I already figured a lot of this out so here's all that information and that way you don't have to spend the next 10 years trying to get there you can have a little bit of a head start and hopefully that will you know gas you up enough to kind of keep going with this and find some peace in your day and actually find some joy in your life again and not feel so like bogged down that's all I want I just want people to like be happy and live like lives that they actually enjoy so great, especially because you've already experienced it. And, and then you know how, you know what it's like on this side versus the other side. So then you want everyone else to be able to experience. Yes, it like, it's so good. I want everyone here. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So then that's wonderful. And I'm glad you've created the course and I'm like super intrigued by it because I can, I can hear the effect that this system has had on your life. And so I'm curious. Yeah. Too, yeah so. and I will give you a coupon code too so your listeners can like get a discount on that I'll send that over to you um but yeah so if that is in your budget it's it's got everything you need I promise but if not like I said you can piece it together it's not hard mm-hmm. um or it is hard it's simple though like you can figure it out you just got to put the work in so yeah yeah and going to the back to the idea of values too you know we put this value like we're like oh this amount of money I don't have this amount of money, but if we look at what purchasing that course will do for our life, yes, the amount of time it earns you back. Right. Yes. And I struggled so hard when I was making the course and pricing the course. And we did a lot of research on it and a lot of like feedback from people. And, and I've been told by many people to raise the prices, but I, you know, I'm keeping it where it's at because I know that like one of my biggest stressors when I started was finances and I actually address that a little bit in the course, but oh my gosh, when you just feel like you have your time back, it's amazing how little like money and all these other things will stress you out because you realize like you have the time to figure out those things. You have the solutions. You just needed time. So all of it focuses on just getting your time back and like not wasting it on little mundane things that stress you out all day that don't need to. Yeah. 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 And, and that journey of like recognizing that I've personally come to recognizing, like, I will not look at the cost of something normally. I get that there are moments Mm -hmm. and times when you need to, right. To make a decision because the results of what something can bring you are extremely valuable. So again, it's like, what are we placing our value on? Are we like saying, Oh, but that price tag, no, the value of something. Plus I've learned that in my experience, the things that I need always come to me. Like I always have more than 
More than yes. enough might not mean tons more than enough yet, but more than enough. Yeah, and for it- sure. And if you really want to jump in and make this work, like you're going to figure it out. It's the same idea. Like exactly. if you lost your job tomorrow, you will find a new job. Like, you know, you might be stressed right now, but, or if a kid is sick, you're going to find the money to help the kid. Like yes. you just have to decide how stressed you are and how much you want to change this. It's really just making that decision of like how much time and energy do I want to put into fixing this so I'm not putting so much time and energy into all these things that I don't care about yeah 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 and maybe that seems off topic but I feel like that is really important for all of us to hear like it's just it's one of those topics that I don't hear talked about enough but I know in experiencing it it's it's a big deal yeah I agree and I think you know just any money thing in general is always a iffy topic for a lot of people but (laughs) yeah value versus like monetary price is a different you know it's a different metric to measure things by and so it's really up to the person who is actually purchasing it and the perceived value of the product and what you're going to be getting out of it all right well thank you for being here with us and of course thank you for having me really appreciate the practical practicality of what you're talking about and that everyone can start somewhere and can start small and can make incremental changes that will be sustainable. For sure. Well, thank you very much. I love your podcast. So I'm very happy to be part of it. And yeah, I can't wait to hear next episodes. If you're interested in expounding on some of the things that we talked about in today's episode, I have some previously recorded ones that you can listen to now. From season four, episode 10, want powerful intuition? Here's how. From season three, episode 14, how to live intentionally. And from season five, episode three, should I be this busy? Help for those who are, but don't want to be. You can find all of those linked in the show notes as well. Here we are. We've come to the end of another episode. Sit back and reflect on what you heard. What's the one thing that resonates with you that you can take away and do something with? Let's not just listen. Let's listen and take action. Now, action may look very different for us, but it's doing something with what we hear. I hope that you'll share today's episode with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. And please come back next week. I hope that you have a fabulous week and that you remember when you pillow your head at night, when you're going through your days, that who you are is good. And I'm glad that you're alive.